Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning. Hoping all's well with you out there today as always. As you might know, I love how complex Kratom can be. I love learning about it, and I love that there's so much more to learn. I've officially had my mind blown, however, by watching a presentation given by Dr. Christopher McCurdy, who works out of the University of Florida, and he gave a presentation just the other day. It's available on YouTube, and you can go check it out if you want. I'll include the link in the description of this show. And he gave this presentation uh, to the National Research and Innovation Agency, which is this research arm of the Republic of Indonesia. And his research is so fascinating. I've come across his name a whole bunch of times, and I know that a lot of people who do research into Kratom knows about him as well. So in this presentation, he talked about a few different interesting discoveries, oh, really many, but a few that I understood just enough to be able to relay to you today, (laughs) because a lot of it's a lot more above my head than I'll ever be able to handle. So here's just a couple things that stuck out to me that I thought everyone would be interested in hearing. So first off, um, you know, makes sense, but Kratom taken as, you know, the dried leaf it's less powerful than taking the primary alkaloid mitragynine by itself. That's another thing I learned. It's pronounced mitragynine, not, as I've been saying this whole time, mitragynine. <laughs> so there's something. Mitragynine. So taking kratom but in and of itself is not as powerful as mitragynine, but then 7-hydroxymitragynine is more powerful than just mitragynine. This is all kind of stuff that I think that I knew about already, but it's nice to see confirmation and to relay it to everyone else. Now, here's where it gets interesting. We don't see 7-hydroxymitragynine present in fresh kratom leaf material. I'll say that again. The, you know, what is it, like the second most prevalent or third most prevalent alkaloid in kratom, or at least that's what you see when you look it up online, 7-hydroxymitragynine, is not present in the leaf when it's harvested, which means it's a post-harvest oxidative material, in his words. And essentially, that means that it only comes to be once we take it, or at least, you know, pick it. Once the leaf is picked, then through some drying process, that's one way that it can come to be Another way is when we actually ingest it, and that's where it can be converted. Um, Mitragynine can be converted into 7-hydroxymitragynine in our intestine or our liver. But that was just wild for me to learn about because here I was thinking this whole time that it's just 7-hydroxymitragynine is just part of kratom, that it's in the kratom leaf. But no, it only comes to be through some process that happens after the plant is, is picked and starts, you know, things start changing the plant, whether it be through drying or through ingesting. So that was really neat. Um, Another thing, and this is one of the main things that I wanted to share, is that he said when they were measuring mitragynine in uh, animals and humans, and they find in animal and human plasma, uh, it's stable. And so it's not like going anywhere. 
Um, but 7-hydroxymetric guanine was completely unstable in human plasma. So during their research, um, they would see it, you know, just like diminish and, and, and they didn't really know what it was turning into. It kept turning into something, converting into something. And so Professor McCurdy and his friend and research colleague um, saw that, that it actually, they managed to isolate what it was that it kept converting into. And they found out that 7-hydroxymetrogynine converts into something else in our bodies. It's called mitragynine pseudoindoxal. And it is produced in other animal species as well, but primarily humans, as far as I can tell at least. Um, but this is pretty early research. And they have not yet pinned down the exact enzymatic process responsible for it, but they do think it's an enzymatic process. Um, so that's really crazy because he also found that this this new alkaloid or new whatever it is I, I don't even know but whatever this thing is it's actually mitragynine pseudoindoxal is actually more powerful than 7-hydroxymitragynine so think about this everybody you start with this plant unpicked it's mostly mitragynine you pick it and it either you know you go through a drying process with this plant or you ingest it and 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 you know your body works on it you create 7-hydroxymitragynine in your body, which is more powerful than the original alkaloid. Um, and and then you see in the plasma that it, it converts into something again, mitragynine pseudoindoxal, and that is completely different and even more powerful. Wow. Like, what? It just keeps going. It's like It's like you turn the corner and it's a new thing. And it's like, wow, there's so much going on. So much going on. Another cool thing that he was talking about is um, after the ingestion of Kratom tea, they tested people to see what they found in order of abundance. First was mitragynine, of course. Next was not 7-hydroxymitragynine. It was specioso... Cialatin. <laughs> I had to say it that slowly. Specioso Cialatin. This is another alkaloid. I did one episode on this recently, where yet again, I pronounced it wrong. I think I called it Speciociliatine. <laughs> it's Speciocialatin. And so that was the second most prevalent alkaloid found when someone ingested Kratom tea. Um, so far, what, what Dr. McCurdy's found is that there's no... Uh, agonist or antagonist effects from speciocialatin. So in other words, what he was uh, saying towards the end was was um, no cardiovascular concern. There was no cardiovascular concerns from this alkaloid. And then they found 7-hydroxymitragynine. So all of these things I find personally fascinating, not being someone who really understands chemistry that much. I think it's so neat that we have all of these different alkaloids, different things happening. One new one that we didn't really know about that's actually like even more powerful than the other things that we do know about. And, and that we're able to learn about the benefits and the risks of Kratom, like the actual benefits and the risks of Kratom, not, you know, <laughs> disclaimer here the fda has found no therapeutic value in kratom and i'm not promoting it in any way but with that said i think it's important that people see the value in researching something like this instead of coming to a very quick decision on what it might be when the evidence really isn't there to back up the negative claims about it 
Like, I haven't seen the DEA or the FDA talk about mitragynine pseudoendoxyl and the dangers that it could pose, you know, or the benefits. I haven't heard them talk about that. I don't even know if they know about it. <laughs> they probably don't. They probably don't even know it's a thing. And, like, that's the whole point of science. You need to do this research so that you can know what you're dealing with. That's all I want. All I want is to know exactly what we're dealing with when we're looking at Kratom. And so I think that this presentation was really neat. I'm not a sciencey guy, as I always say. Like, I'm not that good at, like, figuring this stuff out. So I really didn't want to share more than what I kind of understood from this presentation. And I'll let, you know, the doctor speak for himself. But you should check out the presentation. Again, I'll include the link. And just enjoy the fact that you know, be curious, just, just like looking into a plant and realizing, wow, one of the primary alkaloids that everybody knows about isn't even there when you first pick the plant. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So cool. <laughs> Let's keep learning together. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll be back tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.